Chapter 8 of Fruits of the Spirit. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Larry Wilson. Fruits of the Spirit by Hamilton Wright Maybe. A text from Luther. Luther, who at his best had command of that kind of speech which combines clearness of statement beauty of imagination and warmth of heart whose words as carlyle has said were half battles has left an exhortation to fraternal love and sacrifice which is a noble sermon compacted into a paragraph every christian should be unto his fellow man a willing servant willing to help and aid his neighbor even as god acts towards us through christ thus all of god's gifts must flow from one into the other and be common to all flowing from christ to us from us to our neighbor who stands in need thereof these words might be taken as a description of the fundamental office of the christian church which is not only to bear testimony to the christ who lived and died nineteen hundred years ago but to share with all men that truth which he communicated to divide with all men the love of which his life was the supreme expression and to include all men in the universal care of god for the individual man or woman who is trying to repeat the life of christ these words have the most searching significance over the portal of every day's life they ought to be written for unless the truth which they contain is practiced there is no real religion the final evidence of religion is always the fruit it bears no conformity to creed no rigidity of observation of ritual no devotion to any church as an organization no ritualistic act of service can be the final test of the love of christ in a man's heart the final test of the presence of that love is always the disposition to treat others as christ treats us to do unto others as christ has done unto us and to illustrate in our relations with others the charity kindness and sacrificial spirit which gave the life of christ and his death their beautiful and supreme significance in the clamor of contending interpretations of the christian life in the tumult of antagonistic claims of authority from this church or that in all the uncertainty of thought or practice or of organization which prevails throughout the world today the spirit of christ manifested in our relations with our fellows is the definite and fixed thing which any man or woman may learn and which every man and woman ought to practice better a thousand times heterodoxy of opinion than heterodoxy of spirit better a thousand times the imperfect ritual than the selfish heart it is best to think right and to worship god wisely and nobly but if the bible teaches anything definitely it teaches the great fundamental fact that what the infinite cares for supremely is not correctness of opinion or of ritual but the right spirit not only towards man but towards every creature he has made this the test to which the old testament through its great teachers was constantly bringing the jewish people and it is one of the awful tragedies of the race that those who were highest in the church most orthodox in opinion most scrupulous in ritual failed most completely to interpret and practice the spirit of christ no man is saved by his orthodoxy but any man may be saved by his life no man is saved by his churchmanship 
that any man may be saved by his character men are not likely to undervalue the importance of correct opinion and proper ritual but they have shown a constant tendency to undervalue and obscure the supreme importance of the right relations towards their fellows and luther's words spoken in the sixteenth century are as applicable to the twentieth century as if they had been written by a contemporary prophet or teacher in the exact degree in which god's gifts in our keeping are made common to all in which the spirit of christ received by us is illustrated in our lives in which the love of god accepted by us is not only passed on but interpreted by our own attitude toward others in thought word and deed have we a right to consider ourselves followers of christ End of chapter 8